0: Friday, uh, biggest stories of the week. I, I don't even know how to pick anymore. I don't know how to pick. Jimmy Kilstein is a, a comedian. He's a friend of mine. Uh, he is um, uh, He's a comedian. He's been on Joe Rogan, Conan, uh, Showtime, FX. He's done all the comedy festivals, everything else. Uh, and uh, he used to be... A, a, I would say a progressive i mean a a feminist a male feminist he was like hardcore uh then his life blew up and he was like you know i don't think i am that uh anymore and all of his friends deserted him Uh, i know this is gonna go someplace happy here in a second but uh and he's really just been examining his life for the last couple of years i've done a couple of podcasts with him uh one's coming up next week he's fascinating he's fascinating because it's the honest exploration of what the hell do I even really believe? And it's fascinating, to at least for me. I mean, every time I talk to him, you know, I, he doesn't know this, but I put on a lab coat. And I'm like, what happens if we push him right here? What happens if we poke him on this side? Um, but he's joining us here for a second because we want to talk about some of the things that probably are very confusing to him this week. Maybe. Uh, Ron DeSantis sending a plane load of illegals to Martha's Vineyard. I think his head might explode. Jamie Kilstein (laughs) joins us next. All right, every day we go online and we say and do whatever, right? I found out yesterday, Stu, this is crazy. I was in a meeting yesterday and, uh... And we were talking about social media, and they're like, Glenn, you're really big on TikTok. And I'm like, what are you talking about? How? That doesn't even make any no. sense. In a million different ways. Right? Like, it makes no sense whatsoever. But, you That's know. That's you. Whatever. Mr. Um, TikTok. Yeah, I know. I, and I only see t- TikTok. Only, I only see stupid people on TikTok. So is that why I'm mm. a success? I mean. Good point. I don't know. we have a long time to make it on TikTok. Yeah, my wife is like, I'm so concerned about our internet security. And then I'll see her scrolling through TikTok. And I'm like, well, you just gave everything to China. (laughs) Anyway. I've only had that same conversation 50 (laughs) times. I know. I keep saying to my kids and my wife, what do I have to say more than this is a black op from the Communist Party. They're gathering all of the information To destroy us and you. (laughs) But other than that, it's it's funny. Funny. Watch this. All right. Anyway, Uh, LifeLock is there to help protect. Nobody can protect everything uh, that you have online, but they're the best in the business. They're by Norton. So uh, uh, call them. Uh, Get... Get, get your life secured online just a little bit. Nobody can stop everything, but I think they're the best in the business. LifeLock.com. LifeLock.com. Or you can uh, call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25%. <phone rings> Jamie, how are you, my
1: man? Uh, I laughed so hard at that intro. <laughs> 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 because it was like, uh I, I felt the same way. I was like, oh tragic, tragic, tragic. No no no, I'll be funny. Everything <laughs> everything's fine. And you're you're like back in the day before my life imploded, you know, a comedian gets introed for a radio show. And you're like, you know, you've heard this next guy on Conan O'Brien, and now my intros are just this long, tragic tale. <laughs> like my next guest is searching for redemption. Right, a long he's... purgatory. Right.
0: And... <laughs> uh, my next guest uh, has been considering suicide, but today he's fine.
1: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> we caught him on an off day. He doesn't know how to tie a proper knot. <laughs> but... Man, I'll I'll tell you, you did say something, and we covered this on your podcast, but you you did say something so wild, which is me being painted as this sort of outside thing to be examined is so bizarre because like, nuance shouldn't be edgy. Having multiple opinions on different issues shouldn't be controversial and the fact that i feel like the people and you've gotten this too who get the most thrown under the bus now and don't get me wrong i used to be that way i used to be like pick a side and start losing friends like the rest of us but now you know it's i think it's so healthy and i also think it is representative of the majority of people but the majority of people are too nervous to anger their own tribe so if they do you know if it's a conservative who's like i don't really care about gay marriage or if it's a liberal who's like yo these drag shows are like not okay they're afraid to sort of get ostracized from their own group because you know things are so rough right now we're clinging on to any sort of life support that they just Keep it quiet. But I think the majority of people are going to start speaking up and be like, hey, man, there are crazies on both sides, and there are also really cool people on both sides.
0: So if your life hadn't exploded or imploded, do you think you would have come to this, or did think, it take a shipwreck to get you I there? I think
1: about this a lot. I think about this a lot. I really do I really do think it may have taken some sort of shipwreck. You know what I mean? Even I if it t- was just um. Uh,
0: do, yeah, I have to tell you, I think, you know, I've said I've said this all the time when, you know, uh, uh, I'll be at church and they'll be like, oh, share your testimony. And I'll be like, yeah, I really feel sorry for you guys that you didn't have a life that imploded because I really needed redemption.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I really needed yeah. to find it. And
0: I don't know if I would have actually found it if it wasn't, <laughs> you know, if I wasn't on a ledge.
1: Yeah. And I'll I'll, I'll tell you. I, um, you know, I, 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 I know I'm supposed to be funny, but I think this is important. No, is, be what, just think, be you. Go ahead. Yeah, I think, I think that it was, and not to, you know, kiss up. Whenever I do a conservative show, people always start tweeting me pictures of red pills. And I'm like, I know, I know it's happening. But like, <laughs> I will say I did not feel that way for 10 years. Because for 10 years, I was only still surrounded with liberals and, you know, so many of them off air. Uh, off any public, like, Hey man, I'd love to have you on my podcast, but like, I don't want to get in trouble. And for the record, like, I don't think what you did was bad. And, you know, I cheated on my girlfriend in my thirties and my wife is furious. She thinks what happened to you wasn't bad at all. Anyway, we can't be seen together in public. And if you could lose this number. And then (laughs) when I started, (laughs) When, uh, when I moved to Austin, Texas, which is, I think, uh, legally required for white podcasters, mm-hmm. um, when I moved down here, I suddenly like I was hanging out with conservatives and moderates and libertarians and people who they didn't have to go check Twitter to see if they could be your friend people who just sincerely saw you for who you are. How do you treat my family? How do you treat my kids? How do you treat me? And these are people from jujitsu. And these are people, you know, all over the place that aren't necessarily in the political sphere. And that's when, I mean, we're talking this year at 40, you know, I had an affair 10 years ago, eight, 10 years ago, we're talking this year at 40 years old is the first time meeting you it's the first time that I've been like, Oh, what happened to me was a blessing. What happened to me, did Mm -hmm. lead me to find God. It did lead me to open my mind. It did lead me to, you know, changing my views on certain things. But dude, when it felt like nobody had your back and it's just me and I'd have people tell me, you know, I have a great uh, comedian, Bert Kreischer. I did his podcast a long time ago and I was still living in LA and he was like, bro, Like, this is going to be a blessing. You get to restart. And I was just like, shut up. Like, my life is awful. Like, I live... Like, my my old, my apartment in L.A. when I, like, after my divorce was so bad. You know how hard it is to break a lease, especially in, like, L.A. and New York. It was so bad that when I couldn't afford it anymore and I went up to the landlord to be like, hey, I have to break the lease, he literally looked me in the eyes and goes, just don't tell anyone what you saw here. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, that's out of a horror movie. It's out of a horror movie. And... Uh, you know, so then I was like, no, dude, I don't see how things are good. And now that I've been around, and I never thought I would say this, more open minded people, I thought liberals were the open minded people, because we listened to Kendrick Lamar, like, but no, (laughs) like, the conservatives I've hung out with are more open minded. And again, it's funny, because I used to make fun of religion, too. It's like, no, they're the ones that talk about forgiveness. I thought liberals were the ones who would talk about forgiveness because of prison reform because we I thought we were more open-minded, but the ones who actually like practice what they preach, who I've met and there are again, there are plenty of liberals who are cool and like this as well. But
0: And there's plenty of conservatives that are they suck.
1: The that that are the total opposite yeah. and that'll be monsters That's but they're like, "Well, I go human. to confession every Sunday, so it's fine." Right. Exactly. Right,
0: exactly. Right, 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 right. Uh, so, uh, uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and w- how did you view this and what did you, what did you learn?
1: Uh, put your lab coat on, buddy. I went all over the place with this. I went so schizophrenic with this because when it first happened, I was like, ha ha, stupid liberals. I thought it was so funny. And because I've hung out with rich liberals. Like, there's part of me that I'm surprised the Martha's Vineyard people didn't have the immigrants, like, sentenced to death. Like, I've hung out with people who will tweet about Black Lives Matter, but cross the street when they see, like, a real-life Black person. I've been to, like, vegan Hollywood parties that are, like, just missing a whites-only sign and, like, separate water fountains. Like, I've, I've, I've been around these people. And so seeing them have to confront their own hypocrisy... Um, was good. And to stick up for the liberals, by the way, and to attack the, the, the media, the media just wants us to see the worst cases. You know, there were people who took residents in, who fed them, who cooked them meals, and we never see that stuff. You know, the media probably. Yeah, but I'll
0: bet you price. that it was not the people who have the big houses. I'll bet you it was the average person that Dude, lives there year round. And those aren't rich yeah. people.
1: No, I bet you you are a thousand percent right a thousand percent um yeah that's always the funniest thing when you see the like um black lives matter or like support immigrant like little lawn sign in between like eight layers of armed security (laughs) where it's it's performative right and so i thought that you know i was like good but then i don't know if you had this moment Um, or where you are on DeSantis. Oh, and I also will say, I do love the sort of no-nonsense Texas, where it's just like, we're just going to send a bunch of people over. Or or like, you know, it's the Texas attitude. And I feel Mm -hmm. like Florida is just like the Texas of the sea. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there was this moment, there was this moment where I was like, ha-ha. And I was looking at my conservative friends on Twitter and they were making jokes about it. And it was really funny. And then again, I don't know if you guys had this, but I was like, where did he get those brown people from? Like, I had this moment of like, wait a second, did Ron DeSantis, like, did he kidnap a bunch of like, immigrants? Like, did he traffic them? Was he just holding them in his basement? Like, I had no idea where, and that, by the way, that's the most Florida man thing you could do, is just kidnap a bunch of immigrants. Like, the only thing that would have made that more Florida is if he had, like, an alligator guarding them. Like, I was like, bro, just... Hire actors. <laughs> just hire Mexican actors. It's very in right now to catch Latina X or whatever they're called. Like don't take real starving desperate people and trick them just to own the lib. Like I would have rather Ron DeSantis like put on an offensive like Mexican costume and a little fake mustache and just gone to Martha's Vineyard himself. Like don't with <laughs> the <tell yourself. laughs> Like it would have been great, but that was one of those moments where like I couldn't let myself fully get wrapped up. No, wait a minute, minute wait a minute, but, but wait a minute.
0: He didn't, and everybody signed a release form. They knew where they were going. Come on, man, you wouldn't want to. Free- I, I will. I'll claim to be an illegal if he'll <laughs> if he'll send me some tickets to go to Martha's Vineyard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but then you you do ask yourself questions, right? Where you go, like. What I had to do was take myself out of it and go and think about being, I mean, it's the, it's the Christ thing, right? Where you just go, okay, what's it like to be those people? And I think that it is, We are so used to looking at the news through the lens of social media where it seems like a video game. And as a video game, that's hilarious. And Ron won. And the liberals look ridiculous. And I will give Ron DeSantis credit as well, which is this is what it took the media. This is how far we had to go to get the media to cover this crisis, and yes. I was also really surprised when, because I, I asked on Twitter, where I was like, "Hey, did Rob Sanders just kidnap a bunch of Mexicans or whatever, <laughs> Venezuelans, whatever?" and um and a lot of conservatives who I thought were essentially just "build a wall, not my problem," I don't want to see them, yeah. were actually giving me very heartfelt responses, where it's like, "No, dude, of course we don't want to see immigrant families starving. It's just the system has been so broken." That this is what happens, right? I, I so have to tell that you, both that, sides.
0: The, when w- the response from the left and the media has been so telling, they they yeah. keep saying all these cities keep saying they're sanctuary cities. We don't have room. Wait, you have you're New York. You think a little teeny town of twenty thousand people can handle? 25,000 people that just came across the border, and you don't even talk about it. You don't talk about the fentanyl. You don't talk about the actual smuggling of humans, the rape that is happening from these drug cartels as they're bringing people over. It's a horror show, and and they don't care.
1: I'm so so glad you said that because this reminds me – because I was thinking that when you said New York, I started thinking about LA and there was part of me that was like, God, LA can just build houses for TikTok influencers. Like, why don't we help like real people? <laughs> right. But I, I remember the last time I went to LA, which was just a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was bad. I mean, the homeless problem was just as bad, if not worse um, than you do see on social media. And I had this like, heartbreaking moment because again, if you look at stereotypes of the left mm-hmm. and of the right, you have liberals saying, Hey man, don't worry about it. Like, you know, let them build the tents, let them, you know, and, and they're doing it under the guise of like yes. we're being compassionate. Correct. And then you have conservatives, um, which I've seen who just go, ew, gross. Look at this. Look at what a disgusting mess. This city has become blah, blah, blah. And what's not happening in the middle is legit compassion where when you walk by these people seeing them as people asking yourself how we got here and then looking for a solution right so you have politicians like um i think his name is michael schellenberger who mm-hmm. tried to yeah, yeah he's great he's thrown newsom he's mm-hmm. great um and he was a big liberal and all of my friends on the left hated this guy and so when i researched him i thought he was just going to be like march the homeless into the ocean like i love (laughs) there. and i started like reading what he's trying to do and it's like no this dude is actually willing to be hated and is trying to say don't put them in tents don't put them in hotels it literally doesn't work you believe in science, liberals? Look at the stats. It doesn't work. Yeah. We have to get them into treatment. We have to help them. And very similar to what you were saying about immigration, where it's just like, I feel like the left is so good at pretending to care. Right. Um, and pretending to be compassionate. But it's like, man, if what we're doing isn't working. All right. And in fact, making it worse, we have to look at the other side. But then I,
0: I, I, g- g- wait, wait. I got to go to a commercial break. I got to go to a commercial break. Um, you can tell us where you are, you know, milk through your nose and yuck yucks next Tuesday. Um, Jamie Kilstein, we'll just close up here with him in just a second. I have to take this quick break for 60 seconds. A lot of really good charitable organizations you could be given to. I hope you will consider Tunnel to Towers Foundation if one of them that, that might be the right fit for you. Um, I have supported this charity for, well, since its inception. I really, really am a fan of this charity. I think they do great work. They take care of our first responders, uh, the uh, police and the firemen that just don't come home, uh, and also the military that just doesn't come home. They take care of the families, they take care of their mortgages, so take all of the pressure off. Help our heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month for September 11th, $11 a month at t2t.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Yeah, Jamie. I only have a minute here. Um, We're we're gonna have to have you on again uh, sooner rather than later because you're just you're you're my you're my favorite science experiment, and you're funny. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, where where are you gonna be performing? Where people can see you?
1: Yeah, so I'll be in Syracuse of the Funny Bone in October. I'm performing at Skank Fest um, all in Las Vegas in October as well. I'm in Austin all the time opening for people like Duncan Trussell. Yeah. And then um, the most important thing, I'm going to start a mental health comedy podcast. We're not there yet, so I would say I would love to talk to your fans. Learn more. Uh, follow me on social media on Twitter at Jamie Kilstein, and uh, uh, also on Instagram at the Jamie Kilstein. Chad Traher is desperately trying to get a young conservative girl to slide into my DMs. He wants me to marry a Christian. Um, so yeah, oh, you will. On on, uh, I, you will be. I,
0: you're you're well, you're maybe six months it. away from being a preacher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going the, the anti Sam Kinnison route. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you as a friend. Yeah. I appreciate what you're doing thank you thank you thank you
0: both god bless uh jimmy (laughs) kilstein all right final (laughs) half hour of the broadcast for the week and it's loaded with stuff you're gonna love the glenn back program all right barbara wrote in about our dog's experience with rough green she said we have a six-year-old cocker spaniel had some behavior issues issues over his food (laughs) never seemed satisfied what do you think those behavior Uh, issues were he always has allergies few days into our bag of rough greens already we see an improvement he's eating very well to the point of licking his bowl clean that is the biggest thing with uno when he's licking the bowl clean. he never did that 10 years of his life before rough greens he never he would barely eat now i hear it pounding up against the the wall as he's licking it clean at the end um listen try rough greens it has all of the stuff that your dog needs to be healthy you just put it over the kibble food that you might be feeding your dog um because that stuff is dead food it doesn't have any of the probiotics and antioxidants and everything else that your dog really needs roughgreens.com slash back you go there you're going to get a free trial bag just make sure your dog likes it and then order the full bag and i'm telling you uh at least I have seen massive changes in UNO. It's roughgreens.com or 833-GLEN33.
2: Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn use the promo code Glenn to join Blaze TV. We may have some actual good news for you coming yeah, up next. We do,
0: we do. Hello, you sick twisted freak. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I have 10, count them, 10 stories I have been saving for this time because I want to close out the week with good news. And these are not like, oh, and they saved a kitty cat from a tree. These are, these are powerfully good news stories. Uh, so let's, uh, let's delve right in. You ready, Stu? I am ready. Uh, 1,200 arrested in uh, dozens of Russian cities. No, that's not one. Okay. No, I still are you, have 10. Are you yeah. sucking me in? Are you going to give me all okay, no, terrible no, no. news? No, okay. this is all good news. Okay. All good news. Today, Kevin McCarthy, the would-be Speaker of the House, uh, should the GOP take the majority in the House, has rolled out a plan. Just that's good news, right? They've got a plan this time. He said, we want to break it down to four pillars. An economy that is strong, a nation that is safe, a future that is built on freedom, and a government that is accountable. I love that. I love that. He said, under each pillar, we will lay out what we're going to do. Under the economy that is strong, we're going to stop the runaway spending uh-huh. and curb inflation. We're going to make uh, the country energy independent and lower the price of gas. Great. Great. We're going to bring back the supply chain from China to America. It's going to be cost increase, but it's good. Under the uh, nation that is safe, first thing we're going to do is secure our border. And end the catch and release and stop this fentanyl that's coming across. We're going to be able to have 200,000 more police officers. And the other thing we're going to be able to do is get these prosecutors and DAs that have not been enforcing the law. We're going to shine a light onto that, bringing the transparency chart out so everybody knows where we are. Of course, we're going to defend our national security. When we look at a future built on freedom, we are going to pass a parent's bill of rights. Parents ought to have a say in their kids' education. So uh, we're going to supply the ability to have parental choice. We are also going to get tax credits in so kids have scholarships so a million kids can go to new and different schools. You have health care in there, big tech. Hold them accountable to ensure fairness and uh, all the things we talked about from the very beginning. And we're going to be going after ESG and Section 230. We're also going to be talking about a government that is accountable. The first thing we're going to do is defend our rights for the second amendment and freedom of speech. Then we're going to go in what we've been working on are these agencies that have more than 500 preservation letters. Why don't we know the origins of COVID? Why don't we know what happened to Afghanistan when the president listened to the military? What about an attorney general who went after parents and called them terrorists? This is where we're going to hold the agencies, all of them accountable. This very last one is making sure Congress works On the first day, we're going to remove proxy voting. Amen. And then for election law, we have a whole election law bill for voter ID and cleaning up the rolls. That's fantastic. That's great news. Do you believe it? I believe about half of it. Okay.
2: All right. Um, I mean, I believe they're going to say
0: they're going to do that. If they could do half of those things, that would be a win. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see them do all of it. But Mitch McConnell. Okay. Okay. We're in good news, dude. Don't sorry, harsh sorry. my mellow. Okay. Um, here's one. Most Americans believe migrants should be sent to sanctuary cities. Among registered voters, 51 supported sending migrants to uh, sanctuary cities. 51%. 29% said no. And 21% were like, I don't know. Another 48% strongly or somewhat approve of border state governors sending illegal immigrants to places like New York, Chicago, and Martha's Vineyard. That's fantastic. Florida. You gotta love Florida. I like what he said. I like what Kilstein said. It's the Texas of the sea. Love that. (laughs) Um, Florida has uh, warned credit card companies that it will bring the hammer down if they track firearm sales. This is going to be a fight. The ISO uh, is a U.N. organization started by the U.N. for standards and blah, 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 blah. Um, This was an amalgamated bank, the Union Bank, working with the ISO to impose this on the credit card companies. Uh, It's got to stop. It's got to stop. Thank you, Florida, for leading the way on this. Oh, also thank you to the AGs. The AGs, the attorney generals, in 24 states, the Republican... Attorney generals got together, I haven't seen that number before, 24, I think that's all of them, I think. All Republican attorney generals got together and signed onto a letter demanding that major credit card companies abandon the plan to track private gun uh, purchases. Uh, The letter, it says the Second Amendment is a fundamental right, but it's also a fundamental American value. Our financial institutions should stop lending their market power to those who wish to attack that value. Hopefully, they'll have enough senators to be able to actually hold these people accountable. Uh, then DeSantis again. What are we on already? Where? one, two, three, four. We're only on our fourth good story. I got mm. 10 of them. We go back to DeSantis. He has now taken action to limit the Chinese Chinese Communist Party's land buyouts. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Now, federal judge in story number six. Federal judge has granted the Marines class action status to go after the government with vaccine requirements. We may actually have a win for I can't believe we're actually having the Marines, fight the Sands of Iwo, Iwo Jima and in the Washington, D.C. federal courtroom Um they're, they're storming the courtroom and maybe we'll see some justice from there. Here's some really good news. The next two stories are going to love three swing state Democratic senators are in serious trouble In Arizona, Senator Mark Kelly is barely holding on to a 1% lead over Blake Masters. Yes. 48% of the respondents saying they would vote for him in the midterms. Masters polled just behind Kelly at 47%, according to data for progress. In Georgia, Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock tied 46-46 to with Herschel Walker. In Nevada, Repar- Republican Adam Laxalt uh, leads his opponent uh, with 47 respondents saying they would vote for Laxalt compared to 46 for Cortez Masto. Also, Republicans are holding an even stronger advantage in gubernatorial races in two states. In Arizona, Carrie Lake, she's going to, I think she's going to stomp. Stomp. Um Kerry Lake is now ahead, 5147, and Brian Kemp is seven percent uh, above uh Stacy Abrams, 51 to 44. Also got polls in the last few days with Ron Johnson up
2: in Wisconsin, uh Herschel Walker up in, in Georgia as well, and Bud in North Carolina up. Um you mentioned Laxalt, which is a big one. Um, you know, Marco Rubio still showing a lead. Uh the Fetterman race seems to be about five points now between him and Doctor Oz, which is you know still mesmerizing that Fetterman could be winning a race in which he can't speak. Uh, but he, you know, still I I don't think the I don't think the electorate's really engaged yet. That's it's starting to happen. They really though. have it, to. It, it, this is really happen. disturbing. Well, yeah, it's not this even voting time yet. It, we're getting to early voting though soon yeah. in many of these states. So it's it's time we're in that crucial moment. But at some point, you'd think they have to have a debate or something. Let's see if Fetterman actually holds up his end of the, of the deal on that. But a lot of these polls and, and the Carrie Lake polling is looking very good. There was one bad poll that came out for Masters in, in Arizona recently, but it was still pretty good for Lake. So, I mean, she's she's outperforming the Senate race right
0: now uh, for for what that's worth. It's pretty it's pretty significant. Uh, now, since we're on elections, I talked to you earlier. This one doesn't count. This one does not count as a good news story in the top 10. Okay. But Sweden, we talked about last hour, can't vouch for, you know, right parties in Europe because there's always a Nazi in the barrel to spoil the bunch. Um, But so we, I think this is good in Sweden, but, uh, you know, we've we've got to really watch Europe because it is on the edge of boiling over and a lot of it is because of Open borders. Um, also, the Brothers of Italy party stands out from the crowd, is expected to gain the largest share of the vote on Sunday. They're expecting getting almost 25% of the vote. This is the right-wing party. I think, what do they have? Uh, like 10% last time? Something They have rocketed. Uh, so you're starting to see this progressive socialist movement uh go away at least in american terms i'm not sure i can't vouch for the parties over there now here's one and this is a story from the blaze but i think they have it flipped because i thought are you kidding me this is great wall street journal poll registered voters found that while a huge proportion of uh, a huge uh, proportion of republicans think that the u.s is the greatest nation on earth and that individuals who work diligently will probably get ahead of america a much smaller proportion of democrats hold those views okay 91% of americans oh sorry of republicans say the us is the greatest nation now the play says yeah but the democrats and i see this and i'm like you're kidding me right but 61% of democrats share that sentiment It could have been 12, and I wouldn't have been surprised. Is 61% 11 points over (laughs) half? Are you kidding me? That's great.
2: Well... This is an interesting one, because is it great news? I don't think the
0: answer to that is yes. Is it better than I would have expected news? I would say the answer is yes. Is it put yourself in the times? You know, it's like, Mm. hey, I would have been fighting slavery. No, you wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't have. I hope
2: you would have.
0: I think many in this audience would have. Ben Franklin did it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Most people, not unless you're fighting now for stuff, that you believe is freedom for everybody, yeah, well, you wouldn't have been doing it back then. That's anyway, this audience, though. Right, right, right. So anyway, um, uh, you put yourself in today's world. Today's world, the Democrats yes. are communists. Right. Okay. Right
2: that 61% still believe
0: that. 61% of Democrats, that gives me a lot of hope. Now, 55% of Democrats believe the present generation will do better than the preceding generation. Uh I remember when I was young and stupid. And 34% of Republicans have that opinion. I hope I'm wrong on that. Among Republicans, 61% feel as though they are the individuals who elites look down to, look down on. But only 40% of Democrats share that sentiment. How? How could you? (laughs) How could you? Well, maybe because you're part of the 61% that believes in America, so they look down. Okay, do I have time for one more... Story? Okay, I gotta do it real quick. And this one's kind of like... Yeah. But it's still good. We have another whistleblower uh, on <laughs> the Hunter Biden-Joe Biden scandal. We have another whistle- whistleblower that was there uh, and can show us all the memos of the Chinese deals that Hunter and Joe made. Now... That's good news, you know, maybe in 1975, because we had some people that would have done something about it. And, you know, at least 61% of all Americans going, that's an outrage. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if anything's going to be done. But I wanted to tuck that one in. Less good news, but it's still good news. So you get nine and a half good news stories. Huh? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. (laughs) All right, inflammation. Wow, just sounds bad, doesn't it? Sounds like some, like, it's a nice way to describe hell. Well, there'll be lots of inflammation. Happening there for all eternity. A lot of people in the world who suffer from frequent pain and inflammation is usually the thing that is causing a lot of it. Inside your body, things begin to swell. Don't I know it? My doctor says it's cupcakes. What does he know? The next thing you know, you have pain radiating outward from all the sources in your body. Hundreds of people. I have talked to hundreds of people about this over the years and what changed their life. Relief Factor gave them, gave me my life back. Would you just try it, please, for three weeks? If you're in pain, just try it. Developed for you, $19.95 a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. says a lot. ReliefFactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF, one 800 relief Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. That's ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number 4, RELIEF. RELIEF Factor, feel the difference. The Glenn Back Program. Hey, uh, I think we have some more good news. Uh, yeah, sure, the Dow is down 547 points today. But, you know, you have to look at the whole week. Don't look at the whole week. Anyway, uh, Don Lemon has just gotten a promotion, and uh, we want to just salute him for that and play a little bit of Don Lemon audio here.
3: You always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa, and when that crossed the entire world, when slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished slavery? The first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, in Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages. Absolutely, that's where they should start and maybe i don't know the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas mm-hmm. trying to stop the slavery that those mm-hmm. families mm-hmm. should receive something too i think at the same time
2: it's an interesting discussion
0: <laughs> <laughs> and one of his last one of his last on his uh show he's being promoted now to another show where he's not the name host uh he's- it's, not, it's not a demotion no, of course no, not. No, no, it's not. It's not a demotion. No. Why do you keep saying
2: it's demotion? I'm it's not, not a saying demotion. That. I said it's not a I'm demotion. I'm
0: saying congratulations. It's not. To it's Don. a
2: promotion. He wanted to do right. this. He wanted it. Sure. He, he loves it.
0: The Glenn Back Program.